Hello and welcome to PW KidsCast, the children's book podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors and illustrators creating books for children and teens. I'm John Sellers, the children's reviews editor at Publishers Weekly. Today, I'm speaking with R.L. Stein and Mark Brown about their new picture book, The Little Shop of Monsters, which takes readers on a tour of a store that offers hairy, smelly, and scary monsters for children to take home, if they dare. The book is being published in July by Little Brown, which is sponsoring this podcast. R.L. Stein is the creator of the best-selling Goosebumps series, which has sold more than 400 million copies and has inspired a television show as well as an upcoming movie out this fall. He's also the creator of the long-running Fear Street series, which has been scaring teenage readers for decades. Thanks for speaking with me, Bob. Happy to be here, John. Hope you're having a scary day. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Mark Brown is another household name, thanks to his best-selling Arthur series of books, which are coming up on four decades of publication, as well as an Emmy-winning TV series for PBS Kids. His other books for children include In New York, Mark Brown's Playtime Rhymes, Wild About Books and Wild About You by Judy Sierra, and many more. Thanks for being here, Mark. Hi, John. Good to be here. So, Bob, I'll start with you. You know, I initially thought this was your first picture book, but then I sort of uncovered this 1981 book called Nasty Gnomes that you wrote under the name Jovial Bob Stein. Is that Back when I was funny. That doesn't count. Okay. So I wasn't (laughs) sure if that was technically your first book or if that was just something else entirely. I don't know. I never thought of Nasty Gnomes as a picture book. I thought of it as a funny book with a lot of pictures. Okay. This is my first real picture book, I think. Got it. Uh, and now, Mark, on your end, you're, you're obviously very much at home in, in the picture book world. Is it right that, that the, the idea for this book or the idea of working together sort of came up during a dinner the two of you guys were having a few years ago? Yeah, it came up uh, at dinner. And there was a long pause while we were waiting for our salads to arrive. And uh, uh, it occurred to me that it would be a lot of fun to do a spooky picture book for kids. And so I, I posed the question to Bob and Bob's response was, Bob? <laughs> My response was, are you crazy? Mark, why, why would you want to do a book with me? He said, Mark, you have such a good reputation in children's books. Why on earth would you want to work with me? That was my basic response. I think Mark had this inner monster that he wanted to get out. I did. And Mark, do you feel like illustrating this book let you sort of uh, stretch out in a different direction creatively and artistically, create some characters that are a little more on the, the creepy, gross side than what you have done in the past? It was very therapeutic, John. I realized when I started to draw these monsters that they reminded me of people that I knew. First to appear was a gym teacher and then a former algebra teacher, a couple of very unpleasant people in the children's book business. Two plumbers, a contractor, three electricians, um, two bygone agents. There was a car dealer, a greedy antiques dealer, several presidential candidates, and quite a few members of Congress. Wow, I had no idea. We are exercising so many of your demons on the, on the page here. <laughs> I'm hearing this for the first time. I'm kind of shocked. <laughs> Bob, are you seeing the book in a whole new light now? <laughs> well, I'll have to now, won't I? <laughs> so, Bob, as far as that idea of you know, stretching yourself a little bit as well, did you feel like this book also kind of gave you a chance to do that, you know, writing for a younger audience and maybe thinking about the book in a different way than you have your previous work? Well, I have a grandson who's one year old, and I thought it would be nice to, you know, try to reach him and uh, do something that he will enjoy. So that was part of it. But mainly I wanted to work with Mark. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I've known Mark quite a while, and I've always <laughs> admired his work. And I just thought, what a weird project. How could I say no to something like this? And I, I really did agree to do it, mainly just so the two of us could work together. And Mark, uh, you know, what did you think when you first, you know, once you guys arrived at this Shop of Monsters idea, when you got your first sort of glimpse of the storyline and some of the monsters that were uh, going to be in the book, what did you think? When I work as an illustrator and I get a terrific manuscript, John, I start drawing immediately as I'm reading the manuscript for the first time. And I I still have the manuscript. It's filled with all of these monsters that came to mind immediately as I was reading it. So uh, I knew it was going to be a good picture book because I could visualize it so quickly. Hmm. Mark just started drawing. I mean, he just he hadn't even seen any of the manuscript. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he drew all these in pencil, just all these pencil sketches of monsters. And they were amazing. I thought we should just publish the pencil sketches. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe you could just come up with the names for them and leave it at that or something. <laughs> well, yeah. It's like he just drew them on a napkin or something. I said, <laughs> we'll go with that. As the book was continuing to come together, uh, Mark, was there back and forth uh, between the two of you? Did you, did you have input on each, the, each other's contributions, or did you more stay in your own corners? I, I think there was a comfortable amount of back and forth. It felt good. I, I, Bob is really so much fun to work with. He's really open to suggestions and uh, input. He doesn't always take it, but he <laughs> listens. <laughs> He's a good listener. <laughs> Listen, my wife is my editor. Mm-hmm. I'm, used to, I'm used to taking a lot of suggestions. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Bob, what was the experience of seeing these creatures kind of come to life through someone else's eyes, especially, you know, once the, the illustrations maybe got beyond that sort of Oh, I was sketch. just amazed. Yeah. My only input to Mark was, this is incredible. This is great. <laughs> I think that's, those were my only comments. Yeah, let me just say, this art is about as far from Arthur as you can get. <laughs> so I was just shocked. Yeah. I was shocked. Mark, what do you think that uh, your, your, your typical, I don't say your typical reader is, but do you think uh, when, when kids see this book come uh, comes this summer, do you think they'll be surprised that, uh, you know? I hope so. Yeah. I've always wanted to scare the bejesus out of children. <laughs> it's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, well, I see it. I've been hanging around with Bob too long. But, no, I'm sort of undergoing this reinvention process. Uh, it's somewhat analogous to what Madonna does every several years. Oh, okay. And, you know, I've, been drawing aardvarks for what 35 years and i really am kind of circling back to where i started and that's uh, as an illustrator and that's what i love doing most well you know speaking of the idea of books adapting and you know taking other people's uh, ideas and bringing them in uh, you, you both of you have see, have had the opportunities to see your work uh, transformed into other mediums entirely mark are you still are you still actively involved with the the sort of ongoing uh, arthur tv series i am yes pbs just uh, ordered two more seasons and arthur now has the title of longest running animated children's television show hmm. and have you enjoyed uh, you know being able to to see that TV show grow and be so have such longevity as a property, you know, sort of in parallel to what you're doing in the book world as well? Well, for me, it was in the beginning a lesson in sharing uh, and working with a team of people who were taking your ideas and your characters. And uh, that I found very interesting. Uh, so I, I, I've, it's been a good experience for me. Mm-hmm. And Bob, how, how have your experiences been as far as other. Yeah, other media? I've been very lucky with television. Mm-hmm. Our show, um, uh, R.L. Stein's The Haunting Hour, 
just won an Emmy a couple weeks ago as best TV children's series mm. for the third year in a row. That's great. So that's been very nice. And uh, the Goosebumps show, they're still, I still hear about them from everybody on Twitter. They're all on Netflix now. So mm-hmm. people still watch those old shows. I feel I've been very lucky with television. Mm-hmm. And we have a couple new projects coming up too. Mm-hmm. And have you been also involved in, in that fall uh, Goosebumps movie to a degree? or? Well, you know I'm the main character in the film. It's about R.L. Stein, mm-hmm. you know, played by Jack Black, who I have to say is a very sinister R.L. Stein. <laughs> Jack is a lot, he's a lot meaner than I am mm-hmm. and a lot more evil. So that's kind of a very strange thing for me to be a character in a movie. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, since I was in it, I did get to read the script and see how they treated me and make some comments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, getting back to to the book for a little bit, uh, Mark, this is not your only picture book out this summer, right? No, it's not. No, I uh, I have another picture book called Monkey Not Ready for Kindergarten. Another terrorizing tale? <laughs> no, it's quite the opposite. Uh, it's, uh, it, it started as a little doodle of a monkey I uh, sent to my editor at Knopf, and she said, I think there's a story here, and she was right. There was. Mm. And are there any other um, book-related projects that you're uh, keeping busy with at the moment? Well, uh, Knopf has asked me for uh, two sequels to this book, so I'm working on those right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bob, how about yourself? Uh, do you do you feel like you know, especially with a, a grandson who's you know going to be aging into the perfect market in, in the next couple of years? Do you feel like you maybe have some uh, more picture books that you'd like to to try after this? Well, I'd love to work with Mark. We're already we're talking about some more books together, mm-hmm. so that'll be fun. Some more scary picture books. And uh, Bob, are there some other books that uh, readers should be keeping an eye out for? Well, right now I'm actually I'm working on a Christmas book. It's about Scrooge as a 12-year-old. He's the meanest kid in school, mm-hmm. and everybody hates him. Hmm. So I'm working on that right now. And I'm, I'm doing three or four Goosebumps books a year and two new Fear Street. It's the newest Fear Street is called Don't Stay Up Late. So I'm back killing off teenagers. Excellent. Which Excellent. everybody enjoys, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and did I see that uh, your autobiography is also getting uh, sort of a new edition or something? Yeah, they, they brought me up to date. Okay. Um, it's called It Came From Ohio. That's my, <laughs> my life as a writer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, as we mentioned, both of you have been, you know, heavily involved in, in the children's book world for, for years. And I'm curious uh, the degrees to which you feel things have changed or, you know, when you're out there – um, you know, if, if it feels the same as it used to, uh, Bob, on, on your end, you know, I know you're very active on Twitter and, um, you know, that you will get out there either in, in person visits and, and, uh, you know, Skype visits, things like that. Do you feel like, uh, do you enjoy the sort of, uh, extra sort no, of proxi- I love that part. The proximity? You I can love have? that part. Yeah. That's the best part. Being able to be close to the kids. That's the best part of being a children's author. I mean, adult readers, they don't have time for you. Mm -hmm. They don't have time to write to you or go see, you know, they don't have time. But uh, kids, I always say, you know, my audience is basically um, 7 to 12. Mm -hmm. And I always say I get them at the most enthusiastic time in their lives. It's the last time they'll ever be enthusiastic. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) You know, when they're 12 by 12, they discover sex and they have to be cool. Mm -hmm. And that's it. They're gone. Mm Mm-hmm. 
How about for yourself, Mark? Uh, what, what's the experience like of you know, seeing the, sort of the children's book world uh, sort of evolve over the past couple decades, things like that? It, it, it feels a little bit to me like we're in the Wild West, and I'm watching the publishers I work with uh, try to figure out what's happening with uh, this whole new world of ebooks and 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 how they fit into traditional books. I myself just want kids to read, so I'm happy when they're reading ebooks or or paper books. And uh, you know, getting back to this book before we uh, close out, do you guys have plans to sort of get out there at all? You know, when once the book is out, maybe do some appearances together. You know, either in the summer or maybe closer to Halloween, things like that. Uh, Bob, we are in September. Mark and I are going out and doing a bunch of things. Mm. That should be a lot of fun. It will be and showing the book to kids. Very good. So, but I, I take the summer off. <laughs> not, I'm not doing any of this in the summertime. But come September, we're going to be hitting the road. Excellent. Well, you know, congrats to both of you on the book, and uh, thanks for taking time to speak with me. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Once again, I've been speaking with R.L. Stein and Mark Brown, whose picture book, The Little Shop of Monsters, is being published in July by Little Brown. Thank you for listening to PW KidsCast. 